coming at you from the EBITDA Growth System Studios, looking out at the beautiful Rocky Mountains. My name is Dave Gapkiewicz, and I'm with Mike Watkins, and we want to welcome you to the Making Business Profitable podcast. This podcast is brought to you by EBITDA Growth Systems, where we guarantee to double the value of your company within three years or give you your money back. Hello, Dave. Well, good day, Michael. How are you doing? I'm doing good, man. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. This last weekend was uh, pretty interesting for me. I, uh, I noticed that uh, one of my children, I have four children between 20 and 26 years old, were in a state of continuing conflict with their significant other this weekend. And it was, uh, you have a little bit of drama mixed in with a little bit of hurt, hurt feelings with a little bit of insecurity mixed in with a little bit of makeup and everything winds up being okay. But, uh, you know, watching your kids as, as you grow older, go through these conflicts as uh, relationships mature, because all relationships have conflict, right? So I, I think, uh, it's interesting as a father to either sit back or to lean in and, and what you do in those situations. So this weekend, we we wound up having some healthy conflict around our house and uh, wound up being okay and some cool things working out. At the same time, my wife and I had a wonderful weekend with, uh, of course, you can bolt on anything I say with, with the dogs because I have a couple too many dogs. Love them to death, but uh, they're there all the time. Well, that conflict thing is, um, you, you know, really we handle conflict based on how it was modeled at home. Right. And um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, you have family A where everything is great and, and there's no conflict because no one's willing to talk about conflict. Everything's great, but everything's not great and at the same time. Gets swept under the rug, and you know, and then you have another family where you know. Is yelling and screaming at the dinner table and and cursing and um, conflict is out front and center and so depending on where you came from what kind of family you either want to do conflict the way it was done in your household or you want to do conflict the exact opposite oh, so way. that's right that's right that's totally true i mean and today's topic is managing conflict in a workplace i i think uh I think as a business owner or as a business leader or a manager, I think it's one of those things where you have to ask yourself. I mean, I got a question for you, Mike. Do you, do you, if you see conflict amongst coworkers or employees, do you get involved and cut it off or do you let it play out or, or how do you, how do you typically deal with that? Cause it's going to happen. It's going to happen. And you know, this is a lawyerly answer. It depends. Answer um, like a boss, not yeah, a lawyer. Put yeah. the lawyer in your pocket for a second. Well, yeah. It, now, so, if there's fisticuffs, I'd then bring the lawyer out because you're going to need one. But so before that, before that. So if you're in change, if your organization is in change, and I would, I would posit that every organization should be in change because our world is changing so quickly. If you aren't in the midst of change, you're probably getting left behind. And so when there's change... Um, by definition, there's going to be conflict because conflict is a perceived difference in goals and objectives. Right. Not actual, it's just perceived. I perceive you want something different than what I perceive. Uh-huh. And um, if you don't have any conflict in your organization, people are mailing it in. 
is what I think, Dave. Well, I, I think, uh, well, it's what I was looking for is if you see two managers going at it and they're having some conflict, I think there's some questions you got to ask yourself. Number one, is it healthy? Is it about uh, both these managers care about success? Both of them care about the success of the organization. Are they? Do they have valid points? Are they working through it? Is that conflict moving in a positive direction where it's going to have a good outcome? I think you have to kind of weigh that. If it's getting personal, I totally think you need to stop it. I think, but I think if the conflict is moving in a way to where it's positive and it's going to, and if it's one manager saying, "Hey, we really need this. We got to get this done this month." Or, hey, this task has been waiting on your plate for a while. What are you waiting for? I think you sit back and let that play out. Sure. There's a certainly constructive conflict mm -hmm. and destructive conflict. So, you know, if the conflict is constructive, you are helping your company grow. You're helping your company work mm -hmm. through change. And there will be conflict. And, and I think constructive conflict is very healthy. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And, and you let it ride. But as soon as someone calls someone, you son of a buck, you know, or starts going after somebody personally, I think that there's no place for that. No, that you have to draw, to your point, that that starts to impact your culture. Right. You, if, you have a, if you have a culture where people can say that kind of thing, mm -hmm. um, it's the beginning of the end. But when it comes to do you say that kind of thing, I think, uh, I personally think that you encourage a little bit of conflict in your business as far as, hey, what do you think about that? And you take a couple opposing sides and you say, okay, how do we meet, how do we get this done since you feel A and he feels B, how do we, how do we get to the output to what the company needs? How do we work together? And you let those people work through that. What do you think of that? Yeah, Dave, we had a client and uh, this, this company um, just underperforming. Um, versus other companies in, that are similarly situated and, um, you know, just terrible. And, and it's because the leadership team was not committed. And um, if you remember, we went in there and we kind of gave them a vision for the future and, and um, how we could get there from here and um, really kind of rallied the troops, at least the executive team. And to our surprise, we came in one um, Monday and these guys had been at it. Not physically, you know, no fisticuffs, but they were challenging one another. And we were like, right on. I mean, that's that's what we're talking about. I mean, yeah, you don't grow. I mean, you don't go from, you know, what is it? It's norming, not norming. You got uh, forming mm -hmm. to storming to norming, right? So when you form and you put five people that don't know each other in a room, they're forming. They're, you know, who's in what lane and what's going on. Then you go to storming to where they, they have to kind of, no, 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 no. That's not the way I see it. That's not important. You're seeing it this way. I'm seeing it this way. We've got to work through this because this isn't right. And when you start seeing that, you have to go through that. It's like working out to get a bigger muscle, right? You have to go through that to grow your company. So there is good conflict. The bad conflict is when it starts turning personal. And, sure, sure. and if, if there's that, I mean, there's no room for any personal insults. And there's no room for any physical altercation. No, if a guy dresses funny, I mean, I think that's fair game. I mean, you can say, hey, you dress funny, can't hey, you? Hey, Mike, you dress funny. Okay. <laughs> so, but you got to make sure as a, as a culture play, you have to make sure that your conflict isn't toxic, right? Sure, sure. And that, that's a, a cumulative effect. 
Which, and how fast does toxicity spread, Michael? Sure, sure. I mean, way faster than good stuff, that's for sure. It's almost faster than you can stop it. So yeah. you got to, as soon as you identify something toxic in your culture, you have to deal with it. Um, and hopefully you can deal with it without losing an employee. Yeah. So, you know, so we're going to say that good conflict, constructive conflict is conflict that allows you as an individual to grow and allows the team to grow and allows the company to grow. That's right. And, and, and as you see conflict before you as a business leader, those are things you should ask yourself. You know, if it's moving your company in the right way, if it needs to happen. Um, I think one thing, um, one thing my old boss, the late Werner Delp, would, uh, would always suggest or he would always move toward creating an atmosphere of thought where his leaders were thinking for themselves to where they weren't like sheep looking for hey, where do I need to go? But they're thinking for themselves and driving, driving the company as a team. And I really appreciated that about him. Because he would, you would watch him, he would sit back and he would be patient. And he would watch us work through a problem and come up to it. And he'll drop a little morsel here or there. But that's a leader, ladies and gentlemen. That's somebody that steps in and says, you know, uh, uh, what do you think about this? Ask a weird question in the middle of everything and, and make everybody think for a second. But uh, sometimes the best bosses or the best coaches will let you work through something, point you in a general direction, give you a vision for the company, and watch the leadership team kind of play out. And that's, I think some of that conflict that comes from that is very good conflict. And I think it's very easy to watch a company grow from that kind of conflict. Well, when we talk about um, training frontline managers, and there's a whole curriculum around that, um, but one of the primary skills for a frontline manager is to understand how to handle conflict. Yep. I mean, if, if they're not comfortable with conflict and they turn the other cheek and you have all this toxicity happening on the team. That's right. And uh, so, I mean, I think I think conflict is front and center is one of the most important um, skills for a frontline manager to, to gain. And on the contrary, I think if you have frontline managers say, I'll just pick manufacturing out. If you have a quality manager arguing with their production manager and saying, that's fine, whatever you send in here, I'm going to stop. I'm just going to stop it. And they're willing to literally hurt the business based on that conflict or, hey, you know, I know the customer asked for that, but um, it's just not, uh, it's, I'm not going to do it. You know, that's, that's unreasonable. And they start making the judgments for the customer. That can't happen. So there's ways to fail from conflict. When your end user or your customer, internal or external customer, starts hurting because of the decision you made, um, that's failing. That's bad conflict. It doesn't have to be personal, but it can be, you can, somebody can have a vendetta because they don't get along or they don't like that other personality type. And you have to, you have to kind of sit down with that person and say, no, 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 no. Any, any kind of action that we have should always be pointed to our mission or vision and values. We should know where this business is going and anything we do inside these walls should point in that direction. And what you're doing is I'm pointing in that direction, so we need to rectify that. What, sure. what do you think of that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I my favorite definition of com, uh, of culture is the uh, experience that your customer has with your value proposition. And if you have a company that's just rife with stress and conflict, and and uh, you know people, I mean, I've been in companies where there's just the guts. I mean, there's physical. And, and oh, me too. I've I've seen I've seen death threats. Yeah, it's just nasty. <laughs> and 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 a company can't can't not have that 
uh, spill over into their interaction with their customer. No. And the customer doesn't, like, uh, I'll pass. I'll find a company. That's right. That better. I'll be honest with you. If you have a good culture, if you have good good conflict, and good conflict happens in a good culture, your business will skyrocket. I would agree. It's, it's, a, it's an exponential multiplier. But you cannot have a good business that is a great business without any conflict. Not going to happen. Just you have to grow. And through growth is conflict. But when you have healthy conflict on a regular basis with a coworker that you care about, I mean, I've had... Coworkers that a lot of people didn't care for because they're kind of analytical or they have a unique personality, but I, I kind of really enjoyed that because they had a very different view and we were able to leverage my skills and their skills at the same time and really accomplish something extraordinary because we came from different sides of the fence. Sure, sure. Well, you know, Dave, my wife and I have been married for, I think, around 37 years. And my wife and I have conflict and I would step in front of a bus for my life. So if I'm going to have conflict at home after 37 years, I've got to expect to have conflict at work. I mean, that's just reasonable, right? I think I think as human beings, we should expect to have conflict, period. Whether it's at home, with our wives, with our children, with our, with our friends, with our coworkers, there's going to be conflict at times. But the thing of it is, is to understand, dive into what healthy conflict looks like, and, and realize it's something that's going to make you, make your friends, make your family, make your coworkers better. And working that out together and figuring that out, good conflict equals learning. And when you're learning something nice, new, and neat, you can take great situations, have a great family, you can have a great business, and you can have great friendships, all surrounded with little bits and pieces of some good, normal conflict every once in a while. Right on, Dave. Right on, Mike. We at EBITDA Growth Systems do what we do to impact lives through improving business performance. To get access to our content or engage us in any way, you can reach our contact page or any of our information on our website at www.ebitagrowthsystems.com.